Welcome back to Max Out with Mason. Yo, people really are addicted to sadness out here. And I tell you what, I was one of them, but not anymore. Because, like, I realize, like, we're living this life. And you can make the decision to literally not be sad. And that is way, way easier of a life than being addicted to sadness. And if you're listening to this and you're sad, depressed, you might say, but but I'm actually like biologically like there's something biological going on. Yeah, there is because you keep on appraising it. You keep on reinforcing those habits. You keep on letting those thinking patterns get a hold of you. You keep on doing the same shit over and over again. And that's why you're not making any progress towards happiness. You think happiness is found in bad food and shitty friends and TikTok and all this other stuff? No. Happiness is found when you make the decision to be happy and you do what's right. We have Google at our fingertips. There's like millions, millions of resources out there on like how to be happy. And the right ones are not that hard to find. You can literally go on a popular course site called Coursera. You can look up popular course sites and then Coursera will come up. And then you look up happiness course and then probably the science of well-being which is like the leading course in happiness will come up which is like taught by a Yale professor but I'm going off on a tangent yeah the science of well-being that's like really good really good course for learning mental health stuff but yeah I digress um <laughs> but like people people are addicted to being unhappy and the reason for this is because We've gotten so comfortable in society that we've become bored. We be, we, we've lost the adventure. We've lost the harmony with life. We've lost the struggle. We lost the challenge. Uh, and I'm saying for most people, like I know there's people that are struggling out there, people that are facing challenges, but for the most part, we are very comfortable as a society. We have all the food we need. Um, we, we have water we have shelter we have everything and that i'm again i'm saying for well-off people this goes for well-off people um we have everything we need and at the same time we have all these super super pleasurable activities right at our fingertips we have our phones we have bad food we have bad relationships like i said earlier and our society has made it so easy to survive but so hard to thrive because what people don't realize is we get so comfortable and this comfortability is what's actually making us depressed. But then the comfortability is addicting. So we get addicted to the sadness. And another reason that the sadness is addicting is because your mind wants to learn. It wants to grow. It wants to have fun. And what's more fun? Meditating for 10 minutes a day or having a, a depressive episode every week. I know on the surface level, you might say, well, meditating. Yeah, meditating is way more fun than a depressive episode. Who wants to have a depressive episode? That doesn't sound fun at all. But to your mind, that's so fun. Your, your body's releasing all these hormones, everything. You, you're going and going and going. It's like, it's so much emotion. So you're experiencing, you're experiencing all this emotion and it's literally getting you addicted. Your body is a chemical factory and the, the, the chemicals associated with depression and other mental illnesses that can be, that can be cured are all the same exact chemicals that you get when you take drugs. If you take, uh, 
depressants like alcohol, that's the same exact thing as being depressed. It, it, it goes through the same exact neural pathways. Same thing as like if, if you're manic, if you're having anxiety, all that stuff. That's the same exact thing as like cocaine or like a less extreme example, coffee, caffeine. Speaking of caffeine, I quit caffeine. I'm two, three weeks clean right now. And I really realize caffeine literally makes your entire life a constant cycle of up and downs. And I'm not here for that. I'm here for, I want to be in control of my mood. I'm not trying to like drink a bunch of coffee in the morning, feel great, and then feel worthless at the end of the day. That's just, I made that decision and I highly recommend you guys who are addicted to caffeine to quit because it's a drug at the end of the day and being sober is the best high. So yeah, people, people are addicted to sadness. People are addicted to being unhappy because it is more fun to their brain than actual happiness. Because it's like, you have all these emotions, all these stress hormones, all these chemicals running through you, and your body literally builds up a tolerance, builds up a dependency, and at the same time, those neural networks that fire when you're unhappy, they get myelinated, which means that um, they get insulated and they fire faster and faster and better and better and more efficient. So when you're having, when when you're sad and you appraise it and you reinforce it and you feed into it, you get addicted to it. And these neural networks that make you unhappy get stronger and stronger and stronger and your body then builds up the tolerance to hormones and you need more and more and more. And that's why people go deeper and deeper into the vicious cycle of depression because they're literally addicted to their body's drugs. People are addicted to happiness or <laughs> people are addicted to unhappiness. If you said that 2000 years ago, I'm sure a couple people would be like, yeah, but most people would think that is the most insane thing on the planet. Why would people be addicted to being unhappy? That doesn't even make sense. Why would you want to be unhappy? Isn't the whole point of life to have gratitude and to appreciate the gift that was given to you? Why are you wasting it being addicted to unhappiness? It just doesn't make sense. And yeah, you could say, oh, you're being insensitive. Uh, people really have biological issues and all that. And it, yes, I agree. A lot of it is biological. But at the same time, what's going to help more? Feeding into it, appraising it, reinforcing it, or doing the steps necessary to heal? I'm pushing healing. People who are out there pushing acceptance and quote-unquote kindness and love and all that. It's not kindness or love. They want to keep you in your hole because they're in the same exact hole. I was too. And I listen to those people. Oh, it's okay. It's okay to be sad all the time. Yeah, for a little bit. Until you feel like there's nothing left. Until you feel hopeless. Until you feel like you have nothing left in your life and, and there's nothing, nowhere to go. And yeah, you know where I'm going. It's okay not to be okay until you're not okay for a long time. So there needs to be a point where you make the decision to be better. You make the decision that you have to make progress. You have to start small. Like I said in my last po podcast, you can't jump in and instantly be happy. That's what these people think. It's like, 
oh, it's either I'm, I'm like this or some people are just naturally happy. No, some people gradually built up to their happiness. If you want to be happier, start small. Write down one thing you're grateful for every day for a month. That's all you need to do. And then for the second month, do five minutes of meditation and write down two things you're grateful for every day. For the third month, walk for 20 minutes a day on top of those other habits. For the fourth month, maybe increase those, all three of them. For the fifth month, maybe exercise a little bit harder. For the sixth month, add journaling, add deep journaling. Write about your trauma, write about your struggles, write about what you're thinking. Seventh month, start talking to people about it. Get therapy. I tell you what, by the eighth month, you will be an entirely different person. Entirely different. Being happiness or being happy will be one of your personality traits. You'll no longer be one of those people who are addicted to sadness because you slowly built up the neural networks that fire towards I'm a happy person. You slowly built up gratitude for life. For eight months, you wrote down one thing that you were grateful for. Two things, three things. How can you not be happy at that point? How? You journaled for two, three months. How can you not know more about yourself? You exercise for six months. How can you not feel healthier? Maybe even one of those things that you could throw in there is eating cleaner. You eat clean for eight months. How can you not feel healthier? Maybe one could be reading. You read nonfiction for six months. How can you be the same? So this is a message to everybody that's listening to this podcast. Young, old, especially my young people out here because I know you guys are struggling. You have to make the decision to break the addiction. It's an addiction. Sadness is an addiction. You are addicted to chemicals in your body. And you need to make the gradual changes necessary to break this addiction and form a new one. Form a new one with positivity. So this is a message. If you want to be happy, if you want to stop being addicted to being sad, start small. Start stupid small. Like I said, one thing a day. One thing you're grateful for every single day. Do that for a month. Don't even do anything else. For the next month, maybe add meditation. Maybe add exercise. Maybe add eating healthier. Maybe add journaling. Maybe add cold showers. Maybe add reading. Add talking to people. Add therapy. Add something every month. Don't start big. If you start big, you're going to fall off. And your whole entire, you're going to feel like you're bipolar because your whole entire life is going to be a series of ups and downs and ups and downs. You need to gradually wean off of your sadness. And over time, if you stick to these habits and you keep the decision in the back of your head, I am no longer going to be addicted to being sad. One day you'll make it. Just think, if you live your life exactly the same, split your mind in two right now. If you lived your life exactly the same, put that vision one year from now, what would it look like on the left side of your mind? Now put in the right side of your mind, if you just did five minutes of meditation, 
you wrote down one thing you're grateful for, you did one exercise per day, and you read, and you journaled every single day for one year. Put that picture in your mind. Where would you be? Now compare both the pictures. Which one looks better? Even if there's not that much of a change, which one looks better? Now this choice is up to you. But if you want to stop being addicted to sadness, make the choice now. Start small. Make progress. You'll do it. You'll grow. I believe in you. This has been Mason. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to talk to me, if you, uh, if you, need, if you need some help, reach out. I'm pretty small right now, so I can answer a lot of questions. Otherwise, if you want coaching, if you want deeper help on this stuff, I also offer that. So look into that. It's on my website. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. I believe in you. You got this. Peace.